time for the fastest hour of radio, Southern Race Week, with your host, William Barber. Hello, race fans, and welcome to this edition of Southern Race Week, right here on your great racing station and your podcast location. I hope y'all are having a wonderful week, boys and girls. We're going to catch up this week with none other than Alan Carvana, and then, of course, Jeb Burton, son of one of my favorite guys in the entire world. Back in the days of my early days of cutting my teeth on uh, doing interviews with NASCAR drivers, I was a NASCAR fan when I was a kid, and Jeff Burton was always the kindest. Jeff Burton was always the Burton, was always the kindest guy in the world. And we're going to talk with his son today, who is making it happen on the racetrack. Plus, we're going to catch up with Natalie Decker, who is going into her first race of the 2021 season this weekend at Daytona. As always, couldn't do the show without you tuning in, telling your family, friends, and cousins, and neighbors about the program, and also uh, checking in with me, WB, at uh, William Barber on Instagram. That's William Barber on Instagram. And, of course, checking in with Alfie, who's going to be on just a second here to get us up to speed with NASCAR news. He is the producer to the stars. He is the man that makes this show Run like the crew chief of any top-notch NASCAR team or Indy team. Alfie's going to be on with us here in just a minute and uh, get us up to speed on everything we need to know with NASCAR. And then, of course, uh, we couldn't do it without you uh, checking out Alfie on Twitter at Alfie underscore 19. And then, of course, uh, checking out Southern Race Week on Facebook. And then, of course, uh, checking out Southern Race Week on your favorite podcast location. Thanks to Alfie. Now, Southern Race Week is on every single podcast location you can think of. I'm talking about Spotify. You name it. And it's even on the iHeartRadio app. I mean, goodness gracious, folks. I know enough about all that stuff to be dangerous. But I'm telling you, you can't go anywhere without being able to find Southern Race Week on your favorite podcast location. All right, let's get this party started. This is Sean Langdon, driver of the DHL Top Field Dragster, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. All right, welcome back to this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. It's Alfie as we continue this brand-new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast as we continue enjoying NASCAR Cup Series season here in 2021 to break down some of the news and get his thoughts on the upcoming NASCAR Cup Series Season, we head on over to the Food Depot Zoom line and welcome in NASCAR Insider live from Charlotte, North Carolina. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Mr. Alan Cavana. <laughs> yeah, man, I only come on here for the intro. I mean, uh, <laughs> that, that, that's a singular, singular reason. <laughs> Mr. Cavana, thank you so much for taking time to join us this week on Southern Race Week Radio is where the excitement of the kickoff of the 2021 NASCAR Cup Series season. So much going on with Daytona. And then, of course, here for a home truck of Atlanta Motor Speedway, two races in March, one in July. So if you're a fan of Atlanta Motor Speedway and NASCAR, um, 2021 is definitely going to be a great season for us here in the Atlanta area, as well as NASCAR fans around the world, including yourself, Mr. Cavana. Uh, even though you are a NASCAR insider, you got your pulse and ear to the news of what's going on in NASCAR, you're also a fan just like any other media person. So as we kick off the 2021 season, 
Um, you know, we've had a, just a few events under our belt here in the NASCAR Cup Series season. But what have you taken away so far from what you have seen? Well, it's tough because, you know, we've only had the one uh, – we had the Daytona 500, and, and it was crazy, right? I mean, it's, it's the Super Bowl for the NASCAR Cup Racing Series, and uh, what, what do we know? We, we, we know that uh, Michael McDowell is locked in the playoffs, so that, that is – I mean, that just sets a domino off already, a disruptor. Michael McDowell, the 34 team, front row racing, is in the playoff. He is one of the 16, and, and that is not a car we expected unless they go out and get a win. So that is – if you want to look at some of the bigger teams that you would expect to be in the playoff toward the end of the year, that's one, you know, one less spot that is no longer available to these teams. So the bubble has already tightened, and it's only one weekend of the season. But a good speed weeks. It was fun. Great to see cars back on the track. We had the clash. We had a good finish between – uh, Chase Elliott and Ryan Blaney, and then we had uh, all the races at Daytona. Strong, strong race, uh, despite the rain. Uh, you know, who knows? We, we, we thought Joey Logano was maybe going to defend and get the win. What was Brad Keselowski going to do to get his first Daytona 500 victory? And then in the end, it was Michael McDowell. A surprise, but not a fluke, but it was a surprise. Now, Al, in a very busy offseason, we've had some new teams start up. We had some celebrities join the ownership in some of these teams, drivers changing around. Of, of all the offseason storylines that are going on, what are you looking forward to seeing how these moves have, it will evolve as we get deeper and deeper into 2021? Well, no doubt the biggest story in NASCAR is the uh, inception of 2311 racing. I mean, there, there's no way around it. When you think about what the name Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan is involved in NASCAR. I, I keep saying this and using this analogy, but go ask your grandma, go ask your uncle that doesn't watch NASCAR. Guess who they can name? They know the name Michael Jordan. They know the name Bubba Wallace, I bet. And because of that, it makes it one of the most popular stories in all of racing, if not sports, just the fact that Michael Jordan is now involved. That is a rising tide that helps all ships in the racing world. So that's a big deal. And he had a great speed weeks down in Daytona, aside from one pit stop. One pit stop cost them from having a shot at the Daytona 500. Bubba Wallace had a loose wheel, had been running up front much of the day. But that loose wheel put him a lap down. And there were no cautions. There were no cautions in, like, what, the last 30-plus laps other than right at the end. So there was no opportunity for Bubba to get back on the lead lap. All it would have taken is one crash, one yellow flag, and he would have been right back in the mix. So that, that was unfortunate for 2311 Racing, all the hype that went in there. But they had a great speed week. They showed up fast. Bubba showed he could race up front. And that, that will be new territory for him this season. Now, that was a super speedway race. We have to see what he does with the same equipment, a same team at a road course, and then, and then most of the normal ovals. But it was a good start. If we're hoping to live up to the hype, if you're 2311 racing, it was a good start. Speaking with Alec Havana here on Southern Race Week Radio, and looking at the schedule, I'm so excited to see more road course races this year, dirt, tra uh, dirt racing at Bristol. You know, we have the doubleheader weekend in, in Dover. As far as the schedule, as you break it down, what are you most excited to see as far as an event uh, on the schedule for the weekend? I mean, I love new venues. Uh, so new venues are going to be cool. I'll be doing, uh, I'll be going to the Circuit of the Americas in Austin. I'll be working for a PRN, Performance Racing Network, down in the pits, I believe. So that'll be cool being on radio, but also just being at a new world-class Formula One level type racetrack. I mean, that's going to be amazing. Uh, I'm very interested in putting 
dirt on Bristol only because we, who doesn't, I mean, we all love Bristol, right? Everybody loves Bristol. Everybody loves a short track and they're changing it up this year. So I will give it a chance, but not that I'm skeptical, but I'm just worried because you love Bristol. You love having short tracks on the schedule and now they're throwing dirt on a perfectly good short track. I mean, just, there are other dirt tracks out there they could have gone to. So this to me is, is different, right? It's in, uh, something of an experiment, but I'll give it a shot. And I, I hope it's awesome and successful, but I, I am not worried, but I just wonder, man, we love our short tracks. So why you gotta put dirt on them, but we'll give it a chance. Now I know Tony Stewart had a kind of a situation with that because he's been racing at the he owns Eldora, which has been having a NASCAR competition there with the Truck Series, and he was think he's been wanting to get a, a Cup Series race at, at at Eldora. Do you think that? What are your thoughts on that as far as Eldora holding a Cup Series Dirt Series race? Well, I think a lot of people would have thought that that would have been a, a natural progression, right? Because he's had, what, seven-plus years of truck series races, Tony Stewart has, at Eldora, to maybe try an Xfinity or try a cup race if they were going to go to dirt. And he went on record, I think, with Jenna Fryer, the AP, uh, was, was quite vocal about how it went down in terms of, uh, you know, he happened to get a behind-the-scenes call, I believe it was, report. he said, that he, he wasn't given any upfront notice that all of a sudden, on the schedule, a dirt cup race was going to show up, and it was not going to be at Eldora. It was going to be at Bristol Motor Speedway, of all places. And I think he felt very slighted. I mean, that's what I took away from his interview, is that, look, I mean, he has been on the forefront of this, being a NASCAR partner from the team side, from the track side of all things, and not willing to uh, offer his track up as a dirt race. And then you, he kind of expected you at least have the, to be in the conversation, right, of getting a cup race one day, and then all of a sudden he's not. Uh, and so I, I think that led to uh, some a, a little bad blood, as you may expect. And as you can see, Eldora, no longer on the truck series schedule. And Tony Stewart says that was his decision. That was the Eldora Speedway's decision not to remain on the truck series schedule. Uh, some, I don't know if sour grapes is the right term, but you know, if NASCAR is not going to play ball on one side, Eldora doesn't have to play ball on their side. That's what I took away from it. So interesting because again, a dirt track known for and being able to hold a NASCAR venue and NASCAR races. And then all of a sudden it's at Bristol. I think Tony Stewart felt kind of slighted. Well, Alan, you are definitely one of the biggest men in NASCAR as far as getting that information the behind the scenes. I know you do a podcast and you've also started up a YouTube channel. So I'd love for you to have an opportunity to uh, promote all that you've got going on. So of our, our racing fans want to get their latest NASCAR news from you up to date and right there in the, right on the minute uh where can they go to get all the information and follow you on social media as well yeah man best place to go is just on twitter at alan cavana uh but doing a lot this year you know switching it up it's it's a little different for me this year uh not being at the racetrack as much but yeah trying to do do we do a great podcast myself and my uh, co-host david smith over of motorsports analytics the podcast is called positive regression Listen to it if you are a race fan. I promise it will make you a smarter race fan. It'll make watching races more enjoyable. That's all I can promise you. Just give it a try and you'll love it. I promise it'll help you with your fantasy lineups. If you're a gambler or a gamer, you will get great information on it. Positive regression available wherever podcasts are given away. I'm also uh, one of the fantasy guys over at NASCAR.com. A lot of us, uh, a lot of you out there 
play the, the best fantasy game out there for NASCAR. It's called Fantasy Live. And every week, myself and my co-host, Amy Long, will bring you uh, the best tips and starts and advice and, and things to do to get you more points for your fantasy squad. Uh, my week one, you know, Daytona can always be kind of crazy. So my, my fantasy week in week one wasn't the greatest, but we're going to bounce back next week on the road course. And then, as you said, I'm trying to get into this YouTube game. Uh, it's tough. There are, uh, there, there are a lot of good content creators out there, but I'm learning that. So check out my page. Hit subscribe if you can. Watch my videos. Alan Kavana Media. That's at YouTube.com. Alan Kavana Media. But again, all this, I, I post it all on my Twitter page. And uh, I hope you follow me on there. Let's have a conversation. Hey, this is Dennis Bickmeyer, president of Richmond International Raceway, and you are listening to Southern Racing. All right, welcome back to this week's edition of Southern Racing Radio for you along the far-flung Southern Racing Radio Network. It's Southie, yet again bringing you another brand-new week's edition of the program along with the podcast, which is available every Monday on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. But we are very honored and privileged to have another guest, another great guest on the Food Depot hotline as we welcome in a driver in the Xfinity Series. Ladies and gentlemen, the driver of the number 10 car is Mr. Jeff Burton. <laughs> Mr. Burton, uh, thank you so much for taking time to uh, join us this week. On uh, Southern Race Week Radio, as you get set to uh, kick off another season for you. So thank you for uh, taking the time to uh, join us this week, my friend. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. This must be an exciting season for you. Last year, you drove uh, part-time, and now you have a full-time ride for this season. So tell me the difference between driving a part-time schedule to now driving full-time this season in the Xfinity Series. It's a dream come true to be here at College Racing and, and have Nutrient Ag Solutions as a partner and, and me, to, me to be able to bring all my other partners with me uh, to come here to run full-time. It's just going to make me a better race car driver. We're going to have a lot of opportunities to win and, and run for a championship. So just uh, excited about that. And, and uh, you know, no matter what happens on one week, we got the next week to uh, try to be better. Now, going into your full first-time season, you're getting a chance to know your crew members, your teammates, and, and all of that. So the adjustment of going from one team to another team and, and learning a whole new dynamic, how's that transition been for you? Yeah, it's been pretty uh, pretty good. Um, I'm really enjoying uh, my teammates I have here. haven't seen them a whole lot, but uh, already had a relationship with them before. And uh, it's just a family atmosphere at college racing it almost feels kind of like a small team but but we're kind of not with our alliance uh that we have and uh, we've got good people here and everybody works on each other's cars and uh, everybody wants to go run one two three every week so uh there's definitely no secrets hidden from one car to another so just really enjoying that and uh excited to uh try to go do a good job for everybody in this building I'm sure you've raced your cousin Harrison before. You did a couple of times last year in the Xfinity Series. Maybe growing up, you've probably raced each other. But now you guys are competing for a championship. Both of you are going to be racing full-time. So what's it like racing with a member of your family, a cousin? How are you guys going to handle that? Because I know it's difficult being family, but at the end of the day, you guys want to get the win just as bad as the other does. So how's that dynamic when you're racing with your cousin? Yeah, you know, uh, Harrison and I have always raced each other really clean. Haven't really had any issues there. I don't think any of that will change. 
he's in a really good situation with a really good team. And, um, you know, I haven't really been in those situations to be able to run full time like that. So now I'm in that situation and just looking forward to, to uh, racing uh, full time. And I think we'll definitely be racing with each other a lot this season. And uh, yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing is just uh, racing each other's clean and with respect. And uh, as long as that happens, we won't have any issues. Speaking with Jeb Burton here on uh, Southern Race Week Radio, we're kicking off here the uh, 2021 uh, Cup season, uh, Xfinity and the uh, Truck Series as well. And uh, you know what? You, you come from a, a racing family. The Burton name is synonymous with NASCAR. As far as your relationship with your dad, as far as discussing racing, uh, critiquing your racing, how is that like for you, your, your relationship with him as far as racing goes? Do you go to him for a lot of advice? Do you guys discuss that a lot when you're not right? Ra- like, how is that dynamic? Dad's close with me, and he tries to help me as much as he can on and off the track. So uh, we talk almost every day. So he's there for support and to help me with my partners as well. I love to eat. I, I, we're doing this on Zoom, so you can tell I like to eat. You guys have to stay in, in decent shape when you're out there driving around. So, you know, as – when I'm at the racetrack, I'm eating a lot of, obviously I'm eating a lot of fatty foods, probably things that aren't all that great for me to eat when I'm out there. For you, when you're at the track for the weekend, what kind of meals do you eat to um, prepare yourself for a long day of being in a car? Uh, it just depends. I try to get a lot of carbs and, and really hydrate myself. And during the week, I'm working out three or four days a week um, in the off season. And during the season, I probably will have to scale that back to two or three days probably. Um, and just really trying to, to keep my weight on during the season just because uh, you can lose a lot of body fluids each race. So I've been doing a lot of off-season training, and I'm in the best shape of, I've ever been and, and just looking forward to, looking forward to these, uh, these races coming up. What are your expectations? I know you, you want to go out there and win every race. I mean, that's only uh, what a competitive person. But realistically, what, what are your expectations? What do you hope to accomplish uh, with your first year with this new team? I would say to win some races and have a shot at the championship is definitely my goal. Um, and I think I can do that as a driver, and I think this team can do it. So I, I'm excited about the challenge. We're going to have our tough and bad days uh, along with everybody, but I think the thing that I've been able to do the last couple of years and the person and driver and I am now, we're going to turn some heads and, and be a serious threat, not just this coming up weekend, but every weekend. Now, our home track uh, for, for where Southern Race Week comes out of is Atlanta Motor Speedway. You guys will be out here in March for the Folds of Honor QT 500 weekend with an Xfinity race on Saturday. Uh, tell me your thoughts of, of racing at Atlanta Motor Speedway as far as any memories. Uh, what are your thoughts on the track and how excited are you for you to have uh, Atlanta uh, on the schedule for you guys? Yeah, I like Atlanta. I think we're going there twice. I've always ran good at Atlanta. It's an old wore-out racetrack. I actually ran there last year in a truck race for Nice. We didn't run very good. We finished like 16th, but the track is awesome. The driver's track, and Colleg actually won that race last year, so they got a good setup for there as well. So that will be a a good place for me. Now, I talked to Chase Elliott about this. You mentioned mentioned it's a very old track that hasn't been paved in many, many years. He said he's kind of his opinion has changed a little bit about the repaving of Atlanta Motor Speedway. What are your thoughts on AMS and the repaving? Yeah, I hope that doesn't happen because I don't know if they're using a different pavement now or what, but all these places they repave just turns into not a very fun place to drive. Uh, and it, it's just pretty miserable, to be honest. So um, hopefully that doesn't happen. And if they do, they can 
ask Darlington what they repaved their stuff with a couple of years ago because that place is back wore out and, and fun as ever. <laughs> now, uh, Jeb, if our listeners want to keep up with you on social media and keep up what's going on with you and your career and your, and your team and everything, uh, where can they go to keep up with you and, and follow you around? Well, a couple of different places. One, we have our TV show, Crossroads with the Burdens, on the Sportsman Channel, and that has its own sites on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Crossroads with the Burdens. And then uh, myself is uh, Jeb Burden Racing on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Hey, this is Mike Bagley of Motor Racing Network and Sirius XM NASCAR Radio. You, my friends, are listening to Southern Race Week. All right, welcome back to this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network at Southie as we continue our brand new episode of not only the radio show but also the podcast which you can grab anywhere you want iHeartRadio, itunes spotify and soundcloud uh we're really honored and privileged to have another special guest for us this week on the program as we head on over to the food depot zoom line and welcome in from an undisclosed location somewhere in the north carolina area ladies and gentlemen let's welcome in miss natalie Miss Decker, now becoming a friend of the program. Thank you so much for taking time to join us this week on Southern Race Week Radio. Very exciting times for you and your career. Uh, how are you doing today? Thank you for having me. I'm doing wonderful. It's it's raining so far all day today in North Carolina. So that's <laughs> sad, but other than that, it's great. Well, you know, we're really excited to have you on. We've had tons of interviews with you before. I, I don't know how many times you've been on the program, but you've been on numerous times we're very just humbled that you take the time to join us because you are such a big name in the world of racing that we appreciate you taking the time and you kind of gave us a tease on a tweet you were signing a contract but you blurted out we had no idea what was going on and you had the fans kind of on the edge of their seats wondering what the heck Natalie Decker was going to be doing in 2021 and then you kind of finally released the news so for maybe some of those listeners who are under a rock and maybe not not heard about what's going on with you explain to us what your plans are for our 2021 are yeah that was really awesome that we did that little teaser we i'm actually sitting in that same spot i took that picture right now and we did blurt out we would always blur out the contract even if i was saying what team i was racing for but i would have <laughs> left their logo so everyone would have seen but since it was a secret we blurred everything out and then just a week and a half later we announced that i will be racing with RSS managed by Raymond Brothers Racing. We're going to be doing five races in the Xfinity series. And we have an awesome partner that came on board, Red Street Records. And they, um, they're out of Nashville. And we met them through a mutual friend. And everything just clicked and happened so fast. And we got like the deal put together within a month, which is really crazy. Um, we're in hopes to adding more races, but so far we just have five. And the five we're doing are the Daytona Road Course, Talladega, which I'm really excited about, oh. and Nashville, because Red Street Records is out of Nashville. So that will be a really fun one with all of their people there and their whole company. And then we're going to Road America, which is my home state. So that one I was really, really excited and hoping would be on my schedule. And then the last Martinsville on the schedule. So not the first Martinsville, but the last one. That, that's on my schedule as well. Well, you know, us here out of Atlanta, we would love to have seen you at Atlanta Motor Speedway. So maybe maybe sometime down the road, maybe, you know, we got a July race too now. So we'll you see. never know. We're going to try and add more races. So you never know. 
So let me ask you, with this uh, five-race deal you guys got, at least right now you got five races going on, is the goal to kind of get you out there as a way to promote you and the team and hopefully get some more sponsors to come on board once they kind of see you out there? I mean, it's kind of like an audition. Do you feel like it's kind of an audition for you here, these five races? I, you know, we were really excited about the five races because that the sponsors that came on board – they wanted to do these certain races and they're new into NASCAR and new into the sport. And so far they're loving it. We haven't even gone to a race yet and they're having the time of their lives and I'm having so much fun. It, it's, it's really a great time. I've enjoyed the whole process of everything so far. And um, I don't really see it as an audition, but I hope that they really dive in and fall in love with it so that they want to add more races and we can do more races together, Red Street Records and Natalie Decker. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm down to have any partner, any sponsor come on board at any time. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking, because this is a great opportunity for you to be out there, see your driving skills, and you have a huge following. There's no doubt about it. You, you, you know, you have fans all over the place. So do you think hopefully this might be a great chance for you to bring some additional sponsorship to the team and 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 how involved are you in in helping to bring sponsorship to the team oh i'm a hundred percent involved my whole family so natalie decker llc is ran by myself my boyfriend my parents and then n29 who has been a part of my career forever his name is carl and his wife her name is deb and they're a huge part of my career and we um, and my aunt Sue, which she set up all these Zoom interviews I have today. So we um, we all work together to find the sponsorship as a family and as a team. So every day, all day, even just yesterday during Valentine's Day, my boyfriend was taking phone calls with sponsors. We had Zoom interviews for potential things that will be happening down the road. And we all just work together as a family and it really works well for us and we really enjoy it, but it's a lot of work. It's hard work, especially because, you know, I'm a race car driver, so I need to practice and prepare for the race, but then I'm also doing all the business side of everything behind it as well. So there's a lot that goes into it. Uh, speaking with Natalie Decker here on Southern Race Week Radio, and I'm a big fan, as I was telling you before we went on the air, your YouTube channel and your podcast, which you've been doing here recently, um, is a lot of fun to watch, especially for a fan who you kind of you bring back the curtain a little bit and you kind of show the life of what you do at the track, the behind the scenes, the things you do when you're not there at the track. Like you said, you have a, a great boyfriend who's also seems to be a co-host of the uh, of the show, of your YouTube channel show as well. He's always all over the place. So for those listeners who might want to get a little, you know, get to know more about who Natalie Decker is, where can they go to the YouTube channel and, and all the other outlets you have to kind of uh, show more about who Natalie Decker is? Yeah, I think it's so important to have those channels. And I have a website, NatalieDeckerInc.com, and that brings you to all my channels, to Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. I just recently started streaming on Twitch, which oh. is really fun. Um, yeah, we were, were streaming like iRacing and practicing for my up and coming races. But the YouTube channel, thank you so much for saying how much you and your kids enjoy that because we work really hard at that. And I really want to show the fans and everyone who's intrigued with racing and the drivers and our lifestyle, like 
all of it, the good, the bad, the fun, everything. And so they can really understand all the work that goes into it. And what you see on social media is just a small part of it, but I really try to show as much as I can. And we did an amazing behind the scenes um, video recently for our production day announcing our partnership with RSS, managed by Raven Brother Racing, and then Red Street Records, the whole production day. And my really good friend, her name's Jess Ballard, she directed the whole thing, filmed the whole thing, and that's probably one of my most favorite videos we have up on YouTube right now. So everyone go watch it. <laughs> well, Natalie, we really appreciate your time, and hopefully we get a lot of your fans to get out there and check the YouTube channel and all your other uh, social media. It's all, as you said, you can go to nataliedeckerinc.com, nataliedeckerinc.com, or I'm sure you can go to Google and type in Natalie Decker. It'll take you there as well and um, get all the social media platforms, all the podcasting, all the YouTube videos. You can just enjoy yourself and see what it's like to be a, a race car driver in NASCAR. So, uh, Natalie, thank you so much for taking the time to join us this week on Southern Research Radio. Uh, good luck to you in the, the races you're going to be doing in 2021, and hopefully we will see you and your team at Atlanta Motor Speedway. That would be amazing. Thank you so much for having me. Hi, this is Greg Walter, General Manager of the Charlotte Motor Speedway, and you're listening to Southern Raceway. Well, folks, that's about going to do it for us. This has been another great edition of Southern Raceway. I hope y'all have had as much fun as I have. And, of course, Alfie. He's done a great job. Another great job of putting a great show together. want to thank Alfie for being such a great producer. He got us this week, Alan Cravana. And uh, not only did he do that, but he also got us Jeb Burton and Natalie Decker. I'm telling you what, Natalie Decker just signed a deal for uh, the 2021 season. So she's going to be racing this weekend at Daytona. So y'all make sure y'all check that out. And uh, make sure that you follow her and uh, find her on Instagram and all the social media posts. And then also, too, Jeb Burton. Great guy. I mean, you know, he comes from uh, a great long line of family that has been involved with NASCAR. And it was great to kind of show him that in a short period of time, he could compete in as many races as his dad did and have a chance to win a lot. So, great talking with Jeb Burton today, and also Alan Cravana. want to thank y'all for tuning in, and remember now, if you want to find us and follow us, check us out on social media. Uh, thanks to Food Depot Grocery Stores, and Atlanta Motor Speedway, with the Quick Trip 500 coming up in March, you can go to Southern Race Week on Facebook, you can win tickets to an upcoming race, and... You can also find us on uh, me on Instagram at William Barber. And then, of course, you can find Alfie at Twitter at Alfie underscore 19. You can find me on Twitter at WB Radio Network. And then, of course, you can find Southern Race Week on every podcast location. iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, you name it. Until next week, folks, I'm WB. Y'all have a great one.